Hello, welcome to Demon and Blob. I'm Tori M. And I'm Zaya. Today we're going to talk a little bit about home and art. Which are weirdly related. Which, you... which you'll see why. Okay. Um, we want to say first that home, for us, isn't just a physical house. It's also home with people and home in our own, like, mental home. Mm-hmm. So we will be... So, physically right now, we are both living in the U.S. And we... At an undisclosed location. <laughs> We've already said it before, but just go to our other episodes to find out what it is! Wow. Yeah, we don't actually remember where we said it. So, have yeah, fun. Have fun. <laughs> but we both live, we've been living here, well, I've been living here my whole entire life. I've been living here for about seven, eight years, I mm-hmm. think. About, yeah. about seven. About seven, eight years, yeah. Yeah, somewhere in between. Mm-hmm. Um, she moved here from out of states, and do you want to say where you came from? Uh, or find out from our other episodes. Wow. Just be like those TikTokers in part two. Never post part two. Oh, that's actually true. Well, um, I don't think it matters really where I come from. Mm -hmm. It's more of that it wasn't here and the physical house was very foreign to me until it actually became my home. It took some time. Mm. But my mental home, like with my family, parents-wise, it feels like it got a bit smaller because I left a big portion of my what made home home for me outside the US it, my grandparents they stayed in the other country and here I only live with my parents and my sibling yeah, for me I've lived here my whole entire life I was born here but uh, my parents come from halfway across the world I visit I visit there very so often I visit there every two years for about two months, every single time I go, which I sadly have not been able to go because of COVID, so I was supposed to go this year, but I haven't been able to. But I hopefully will be able to go next year. Um, I expect souvenirs. Yeah, I will buy you a lot of souvenirs. <laughs> I think. Oh, I, I say that not because I want stuff, it's just a lot of the stuff is way, way cheaper and better, yeah. and I... I Although I've grown up here my whole entire life, I feel way more connected to the place of where my parents are from because I think it was just how my parents raised me. Growing up, I've never felt ashamed of my culture. I feel like that is definitely, some people do feel that way, especially when they come from outside to the States. By the way, there's someone barbecuing right now on and the outside, our, and it smells amazing right now. We have now. our window open, and it smells so we good. just keep staring at each other and smiling because it smells it so smells good. It smells so good. Oh, man. It smells, <laughs> that smells we great. just go over and knock on their door just be like, hey, hey. can you feed us? <laughs> we hear a bunch of kids screaming sorry if you can hear that too, but... Yeah, there's a lot of background noise, but... I mean, it should be fine. It makes our amazing, our, our amazing background music makes it like go away. Yeah, this, but this makes it more raw. That's what everyone says. <laughs> I would just like to mention that I, uh, we both love our background music. It's the most wonderful thing we've heard. Yeah, it is a whole of vibe. The best and we, thing we I've hope ever you heard. enjoy it too. Please let us know your thoughts about it. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, as I was saying, is I feel like a lot of people that are that come from out of states or grew up in a different culture because like their family some people don't feel comfortable with cultural disconnect yeah 
they feel displaced or they want to be more integrated into the American culture. I've actually watched a very helpful um, video about this. Uh, I think it was made by... There's a YouTuber, her name is Sabrina, and her friend, she made a video about cultural disconnect because she felt both sort of foreign to the, like, uh, American culture, though I'm pretty sure they live in Canada, mm-hmm. but, like, to their culture versus the culture that there is at home because you b- don't feel like you fit in, in either place because you have your own culture, but you also have this culture and you're sort of stuck in the middle. Mm-hmm. But for you, you said it's not really like It's that. not really like... it's. That's why um, I'm Asian-American, and a lot of um, people who are Asian-Americans personally have said that they don't... They felt like they wanted to be more Americanized because they didn't fit in, but it was actually the complete opposite for me. I felt like... I never thought about it in that way. Like, when people bought brought, like, strange, like, quote-unquote strange lunches that aren't, like, you know, American food, I actually felt more, like, superior to people. I was like, you guys don't have this stuff, like me. I think it might have been, well, I don't know how it was before I got here, but I think a lot of that superiority feeling came from me because I love all Asian food, and every time I watched her eat, I would just be like, that looks so good, and there I was. I mean, beginning of the when I started going to the public school system here, I started buying the lunches from schools, and oh, school lunches honestly, are they whole, are lacking. They are. They're sorely missing a lot of points. We could say Sar- that. Sarcastic. Yeah. I would. Um, in case you did not see I mean, her facial expression through the podcast, we, she was very sarcastic. The only thing I actually liked from lunch was the baked potatoes, which they only had like once a month. Otherwise, the steamed broccoli is awful. We all know this. The steamed broccoli at schools are... They either overdo it or underdo it. It's so wet. Like, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> it's so steamed and... Oh, no. So back to food, her food. Um, when did you, do you know when you started feeling superior? I've food? always felt that way since Have I was. Have I changed anything? I don't think necessarily, but like you definitely like. But it's actually really cool because I like to share things with people, and it's like not every day that someone who isn't part of your culture wants to um, experience what you have. Like I love her food at her house. Like her house has amazing food. I'm just saying, but I just think like. I think we're both open-minded, and that's one reason why we're both kind of like, this is cool, we'll try I, this. Yeah, I was I was always taught to try something before mm-hmm. rejecting it. Yeah, so... Especially if it's food-related. <laughs> Some things, I feel like that doesn't fit <laughs> to try something before <laughs> rejecting it, but with food specifically, it's always like... It's interesting to try things even if I don't mm-hmm. necessarily like them. So, back to the like, experience growing up is... I've just never felt like out of place. Out, I've never felt out of place. Like when I go back to the place of my, like where my parents grew up, I've never felt like weird. Maybe it's because I know how to speak the native language. Because I grew up watching TV shows from that place, and like my parents only spoke that language with me at home. So I've just never felt disconnected. But then I go to school, I speak English. It was like a really easy switch for me, and I was really lucky. I never got bullied because I know some kids they get bullied. And I was lucky, so maybe that is one reason. I feel like that's just such a sad statement that, that somebody, like somebody, is lucky. That that shouldn't be a luck sort of thing. It should be yeah. just the norm to not get bullied. I think it's also 
terrible. Well, obviously any form of bullying is terrible, but like the fact that you were getting bullied for just your own culture and your background. Yes, is... for being who you are. Just in general, uh, there's a lot of bullying, whether it's online or mm-hmm. in person in schools, uh, for people being who they are. Uh, again, I would like to preface all of this by saying we are not professionals. I know we said this in the last... We're just uh, kind of talking about our yeah, insights. We, we talk a lot about, about a lot of things that people do actually struggle with, and we do understand that, and we also understand that we're not professionals, and we can't give um, the help that professionals can. So. But we can try um, giving advice if needed, but not We can try to make people feel better by knowing that, that not everybody in the world is as terrible as the bad people in your life. Right. So, what I was trying to say is like, um, let us know how you're different. <laughs> wow, awesome. <laughs> promoting, just I love promoting. If you haven't noticed in the past couple of episodes, I have been very aggressively promoting interaction. Oh my God, she's a beauty guru. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's missing is showing to the camera the products with my hand behind yeah. them with a flashlight. She got three new chapsticks today, so that. Those are new beauty products. Just go sell those. Yeah. Okay. Get a sponsorship from what is this brand? Chapstick? No, don't don't tell them the brand. That's that's bad for business. <laughs> it's um. We're not getting paid. We're not telling them the it's brand. It's an unknown brand that I have. We no don't actually. I don't actually really like these. I just really liked how they looked. They're these like super long. Uh, very disappointed by the way. I thought the whole like thing the cap thing came off but it's just like the very top yeah i would think so most chapsticks are kind of you know but they look pretty so it's fine it's <laughs> i mean not like on me like they look pretty in the bottle i think but yeah that was what we were trying to preface is that we had a different experience growing up everyone we, has a different experience yeah i know but i'm just saying like culturally because we both like have our parents who raised us did not come from I here. think it's amazing how we're so different, but also very similar. And yeah, that is true. It's, it's great that we actually appreciate the fact that we're different and that what makes us different is what makes us like such a great sort of friend relationship. Dynamic. Yes, dynamic is a great word. Wow. <laughs> Sometimes English is hard. English is hard. It's both. Wait, it is both of our second languages. Wait, no, you have. That's like this is my like third, third language. language. Yeah, English is my third language. Spanish is my fourth language. Though I kind of lost my second language, so I gotta go back and figure yeah, that out. Yeah, that's that's what happens when you learn too much. But yeah, my brain English is not our first language, so sometimes we both sort of <laughs> short out. Yeah, I saw a short circuit. I'm like, wait a minute. All right, so that's on family home. For me, okay. I've already said this, but for me, um, I've talked about this in the past episode, but I've, I now want, um, a big family because of this deprivation, um, where the rest of my family is, uh, halfway around the world and I have to put so much effort and into, which I don't mind, but it shouldn't be like that where family is so far away. Family, to me at least, is very important, and I know everyone's different, but to me it's really important and um, I really want like a big family and I for now this is my home my current home with my parents and my sibling and where I live but I also have this home in my mind where it's my future with my own family yes. 
Um, now, a little bit of a spin on home. It's our like mental sort of happy place home. Yes. We have. I feel like this is where we really differ. We we enjoy different things, and it's it's okay, and it's normal, and that's just who we are. And we both enjoy both talking and listening to each other talk about these things. So, this is where art comes in. Yeah, I think a big part of me is art because my a really big influence or who got me into art was my mom at a very young age because she grew up doing art and then she had some jobs with art throughout her whole life so when i was young i would watch a lot of films like studio ghibli films and i would always draw and that was a huge part of me and that's why i think art and music especially are both they're my mental homes it's like i know i say a lot with like the whole idea of escaping but for both music and art they really bring a different kind of comfort that nothing else does because i can do both of the both of those things without even really thinking about it and it's sometimes unhealthy because sometimes i draw until it's like 3 a.m but to me it doesn't even matter like i might regret it a little bit at the moment but then i think in the long run in the long run it's like it it does like damage my health but like i don't feel that who much regret, who, who cares though. physically how our elf like, is we just i want to be happy i wanted to but it's just like the fact that i got to draw or the fact that i got to listen to the song it made me it just makes you feel really like it feels like you're both like the last two people on earth and it's very art is also like a very nice um mental stabilizer it is it really is like it's an outlet it's like when you're bored, drawing is such a good way to just draw whatever you want. I think one thing, especially to people who are artists and you want to develop your style, I think try to keep Pinterest. I love Pinterest, and <laughs> also yes, we, okay. Um, side note, on Pinterest, um, I'm a Pinterest hoe. <laughs> uh, with a, about Pinterest, it's a dangerous, dark, deep hole. It's not dark, but it is dangerous. Like, it can get dark. Yeah. But it's like you keep going and you can't see a way can. out. And yeah. Honestly, I'm a little scared. I've been on Pinterest. She's gotten me on Pinterest. And I'm very scared to open it because then I it's just blink an hour blink three hours yeah, wait where so did true. the time go pinterest is pinterest is really underrated it's well for me personally i don't really i don't follow anyone that i know in real life it's literally an account for myself and my secret boards you can make your board secret by the way if you didn't know private yeah secret uh and you just put whatever you want and you don't have to interact with comments you don't have to look at all the negative just shit be yourself. that's on instagram yeah you can look at anything i have art folders and whatever piques my interest i just save it like it doesn't matter what it is like it's for me because maybe the color palette's really cool or maybe this anatomy looks amazing or I think what's really great about art and pinterest in general is that you can just let go and just be yourself without yeah. anyone judging and then the best thing is the algorithm it the algorithm is really great it, like yeah she loves pinterest i love pinterest the algorithm she always spend hours talking about, about pinterest <laughs> the algorithm brings all the same things that you like and then i just keep adding and adding to my board 
But the point of this is, besides from Pinterest, I think also keeping a private sort of journal to just draw whatever you want is good for developing your own art style because you, when you feel like no one's watching you, you can really take many different directions onto what you want to do because you're doing exactly what you want to do and nobody else. So that's why I think having a secret Pinterest board and like a private sketchbook can really develop that for artists. And also it's good for de-stressing because again, there's no eyes. It's just for you and for yourself. And that might really help you if you want. Personally, my thing about art, I am... Well, she's getting into art. I'm getting okay, into I, I would like to say, like, that I know uh, I'm not being negative about my art. It's just that compared to Torium's art, my art is very but there's a struggling. Because <laughs> you, you need you to just, You just started, though, Yes, dude. no, no. I'm not looking down on it. I know I just started, but it's very... Frail. It will get there someday. S- someday. Someday. <laughs> when I draw with my kids with a crayon, that's a reference that's to That's good. You should them. join one of my classes with your kids. <laughs> if you want to know more about that reference, listen to our previous yes. podcast. Okay. Wow. Sorry, guys. The shameless Sorry. self-plug is really... Yeah, it's getting bad. Yeah, it's bad. I should stop. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, I I also enjoy art. Sometimes, though, it gets really frustrating, especially for beginners. I know That's people true. who are more experienced have more freedom with what they do. For me, I started drawing, and then at some point, I couldn't even, I can't even finish what I started because I know I won't be able to make it look the way I want it to, and it's really frustrating. But at the same time, I feel like it doing going through what I did, do, doing that piece specifically the one I couldn't finish. Um, it's a constant reminder that I have room for improvement and I can improve because people out there do amazing art and all I need to do is put time and effort into it even if it is frustrating. Though frustration should remind you to take breaks. Breaks are important. Breaks are important. Don't burn out. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Art? Oh, I would also like to say, art doesn't have to be something concrete. I actually learned this from middle school, crazy enough. It's actually when I learned what the word abstract meant. I did not know what abstract meant for like half the year of 2D art, and I was so confused. Wait, was that your second year in America? Yes, that was the second year. And I had no idea what was going on. I did not understand what abstract was, and I kept looking it up and trying to understand the definition, but it was so abstract. abstract. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny. Now I understand what it is, and honestly, to me, abstract art basically means freedom because I don't have to be anything. I just can be a blob, like me. <laughs> it um, it doesn't it doesn't have to represent anything, you know abstract art sort of reminds me of English teachers where they try to find meaning in every single part and detail of a story but for artists who don't interpret the art rather they just draw it and put their feelings down they can just let it out like here's an example when I was like very very little I whenever I was angry I used to get out a piece of paper like rip out a piece of paper from my notebook, get a printer, paper, and I'd take a red marker, specifically red, and marker 
Well, it doesn't have to be a marker, but it, preferably because pen rips the paper, but you just take the marker, even if it's thin, it doesn't matter. You just start drawing lines back and forth, squiggles, and I know it doesn't look like art, but it is. It's a way to put your feelings down. Uh, point is, abstract art is very important, especially to beginners, because frustration is the domination of... It's, it's very dominating. Frustration is something every single skill, uh, everything when you start, you need to have enough passion and patience. Passion and patience should be a lip balm or something. <laughs> Imagine passion and patience. Passion and patience, the lip balm. Well, I, I feel like it'd be a blush. I kind of just did a miraculous reference because like, there's like that one part where it's like Adrian, the fragrance. But it's passion and patience. The blush. I feel like blush or f or like perfume. Oh yeah. Um, because it's both passion and passion patience. Passion and patience. The fragrance. Yeah, okay, that was a great tangent. <laughs> but um, you need to have enough passion and patience and like keep going. And that's, that is the hard part. It's not actually learning what it is. It's keep to keep going with it. Oh, that is a good point. Anything is like that. Yeah. I feel like, and I if you if you don't take enough of the time, if you don't take enough breaks, you'll run out, mm -hmm. both of passion and patience, because that's you'll right. push yourself too hard. That's why I. That's what's happened for a lot of things. But art is definitely art is the one thing that I've never really given up on, and it's the one thing that I don't feel bored doing either. <laughs> I feel bored doing almost everything else I do. That might be just that's probably a me problem, but you know. That's bringing back to the point how art is just, it is a part of both of our lives, I think. It's just in different ways. Yeah, different ways. I've always liked art, but less drawing. Art doesn't have to be drawing. It can be sculpting, it can be creating, anything. You do dance, you did dance. I, I did do dance. So that's I would also like to say, coding is an art. That is. Wow. I don't do coding, but coding is... Yeah, her and technology don't really get along too yeah, well. Yeah, I ask her for all my help, but it is she tells me a lot about coding, and it's interesting for me to just look at. Yeah, just look at. Yeah, because I don't. It understand doesn't go it. beyond. It doesn't. I don't understand it. Um, all right. That will be it for today's little home and art session this week. This week. Yeah, we hope you enjoyed this. It, this was very simple. We. We wanted to talk about this because these two very sort of seemingly random subjects, home and art, they're very separate, but for us, uh, specifically, they're, they're combined. They are one thing. Home is art, and mm -hmm. art is home for us. And um, for other people, it's different. They have other things that are their home, and anything is different. And like, and everything is good and okay as long as it's healthy. Don't hurt yourself. Yes. So anything can be home. It could be, but also many things. I think it's a misconception that people should only have one interest and be good oh, at only yeah. one thing. You can be a dancer and a physicist. I don't know. Not. I don't want to be a physicist. That would be pretty cool. That would be really cool, but I don't have the patience for all yeah. the math. Uh. Like, any, anything can be home. For us, it's our family and art and 
our other interests and hobbies. For anyone else, home doesn't have to be family. It can be friends or it doesn't even have to be a person. Home for me is also my cat. My cat is, has been mentioned before in some of our previous episodes. Yes. And home for me is not always a concrete place or with concrete people, but usually it is with people for me because I have moved and drastically changed the location of my home. It's more of where my family is, where my friends are, and things like that. For Torium, it's more of her culture and her art and family. And other people, it can be other things, so everything is... Everything is beautiful. I know, that's, I know it's cheesy, but it's like, the meaning of life, but I think one of the things that, even if it's like really random, like sometimes we don't know what we're doing, I think one of the things that us as humans, even if we're all like terrible, that we get to enjoy is um, kind of like have a home, even though whatever that may be, or whatever that means to you, that is something we get to enjoy. I think having a home also is part Okay, that's a very personal opinion, but to me the meaning of life is happiness because happiness is so different for so many people and there's no actual concrete way to define it and everybody is is their own unique self and happiness to me is home and because home is also always different for different people, it's also a variable of happiness. So to me, that's in... I know this is like going in a bunch of directions, but I think that's another way. It's like people's happiness, you shouldn't judge people. Like, what makes them happy? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, their home, which is usually like, you know, hobbies, for example, if or I'm people. saying that, or people. You shouldn't, as long as it's healthy, again. Yeah. But it, you shouldn't judge people about those kind of things because. I don't think you should judge people about anything. About anything. But, like, you know, I feel like there's a lot of stuff about, like, wow you like this kind of hobby or you know what i, I mean? think uh, well that's a very 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 far tangent but i think a big part of judging is comparison no the human condition is to always compare themselves to other people and because we compare ourselves and see ourselves as either superior inferior or equal we judge them because of what they do yeah so that's why in the end it, people always there is a possibility people judge you, but that's why if you can, take a step back and try not to judge people because you realize things that make you happy won't make other people happy and that's just the reality of it and everybody deserves to just like what they like and be able to enjoy what makes them the happiest. And I, I've actually, I've heard um, one of my classmates in my English class, a very philosophical conversation that was, said that usually when you judge someone um, or when you dislike someone or hate them, uh, it usually means that you see in them something that you dislike about your own self. And if people start seeing that, I feel like everything will be more positive because if you see your own faults in other people you, you can accept those people for what they are because and and it helps accept your own self because you see that it's okay to have those faults usually people are way more accepting with others than themselves yeah. well it's mostly about understanding and uh, like acceptance yep 
but uh, then again, comparison is totally normal, and that's how people improve because they see that they're like uh, inferior to other people, and they want more out of life. And I think that's also a very important impulse, just not to negative extents. Yes, I love how she just finishes my sen- like not even in, like a sort of like a creepy like where Tell- twin. It's not a t- yeah, it's not it's, like it's a it's twin not, thing. It's no, just, but it's it's it's. I just nice know what how- you mean. Yeah. yeah. It's very nice to have a certain level of understanding where even if I don't myself understand what I'm saying, she can finish the thought. Yep. Okay, this this tangent has been way too long. Yeah. We hope you enjoyed this and we hope that we, every now and then, help you understand a little more of life and just provide general entertainment. I hope this open, maybe, opened your perspective a little bit. If it did, that'd be awesome. If it didn't, that's okay. But... We really appreciate you listening to us. Um, thank you for tuning in. Have a great day, night, or afternoon, or whatever time it is where yes. you are. Have an amazing day. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.